Hi there. Welcome to the While You Wait podcast, where it's all about helping women just like you learn about the bladder while you're waiting for your appointment with that specialist. Each week, I'll combine science, medicine, and common sense so you can learn, become empowered, and get started on your journey to dryness. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Boyles, a board-certified urogynecologist. Let's get started. Hey there. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about some things that help all forms of bladder leaking. So we've talked about the different types of bladder leaking, stress incontinence, leaking with coughing, sneezing, exercise, urgency urinary incontinence, or overactive bladder, which is that gotta go feeling when you can't get there on time or you're worried that you can't get there on time. Mixed urinary incontinence, which is both, and overflow urinary incontinence, which is when you're not emptying well. These four types of leaking are all treated differently, but there are a few things that help all types of leaking. So let's talk about those things. Some of them are easy to talk about, but not necessarily easy to do. So there are four different things that I'm going to talk to you about today. So the first one is smoking. So if you're a smoker, you should quit. And I'm sure you've heard this lots and lots of different times. But smoking is uh, a bladder irritant. So women who smoke are more likely to have irritative bladder symptoms. So needing to go all the time, frequency, just being a lot more aware of your bladder. Smokers are also more likely to develop bladder cancer. And so if you have those symptoms, we need to make sure that there isn't something more dangerous that's causing it. And then smoking also impacts your tissue quality. And women who smoke have worse results after surgery. And they're also more likely to have complications after surgery. So these are the reasons why smoking can impact your bladder. So I know quitting is hard and you hear this all the time, but these are just a few more health reasons why you should really quit besides all of the other reasons that are out there. So the second thing that will help all types of leaking is weight loss. Weight gain worsens all types of bleak of leaking. It does impact stress incontinence more than urgency urinary incontinence, but it affects both. So when you gain weight, your leaking will get worse, but the opposite is also true. When you lose weight, your leaking will improve. Even a small weight loss, like 5% of your body weight, can help bladder symptoms. And there have been a couple of really good research studies that have been done that have shown this. So if you've gained a little weight and you think your leaking has gotten worse at this point in time, then losing the weight should definitely help. Losing weight is difficult and there are a lot of resources that are out there. Some women can do it on their own, but that isn't true for most of us. I know I've had a lot of patients um, have a great results with programs like Noom. Um, and so if you're struggling, that's something that you could check out. Weight Watchers has also helped lots of women. 
So the third thing that I want you to think about is constipation. So the bladder and the bowel are neighbors. Things that impact bowel function often impact bladder function as well. And women that are constipated tend to have more bladder symptoms. And then if you minimize the constipation, which you can often do by increasing water and fiber intake, that can help the bladder as well. So the definition of constipation is is pretty varied. Um, anywhere between having three bowel movements a day to having a bowel movement every three days is considered to be normal. But when you're on that slower side, it definitely impacts bladder function. So this is something that you should look at as well. And then the fourth thing is looking at your water consumption. So I don't want you to be dehydrated, but lots of us drink too much water in the day. How much should you drink? That's a big question, and it really depends on your size, your weight, how much you exercise, medical conditions, where you live, if you're pregnant, if you're breastfeeding. But in general, the recommendations are that your body for women should get about 11 and a half cups of water during the day. About 20% of that is obtained through your food. So that drops that recommendation down to around the eight cups um, that you frequently hear recommended. In order to figure out how much you're drinking during the day, you should really write it down and journal it to make sure that you're getting around that amount. Drinking more than this will definitely cause more bladder symptoms. Drinking less is not a great idea either. And you also want to be careful about how you're drinking during the day. If you're drinking large amounts at one or two sittings, that will cause more bladder symptoms than drinking small amounts throughout the day. So these are just some of the things to pay attention to. And making some small changes can definitely improve your bladder symptoms. So those are the four things that you can do that help all types of bladder leaking. So stop smoking, lose some weight, decrease constipation, and then moderate your fluid consumption. And these four things can be very, very helpful to lots of women. So good luck and get started. Thanks for listening. If you want more information about me or my online work, check out my website at www.thewomensbladderdoctor.com. 